If we don't start having conversations, asking questions in these uncertain times, how do we overcome the unknown? When your moments of today are controlled by your thoughts of tomorrow, when do the problems of yesterday catch up with your someday I'll take time and get around to it life as we know it keeps changing we search for answers and find new reason welcome to the podcast I'm your host Deshaun Brown this is the podcast new equals reason in a world where the unknown keeps us learning daily together we journey into the new it equals the reason to have a conversation about it if we all plant good seeds today Our food for thought for tomorrow will be plentiful for the future. On this episode, I want to talk about the GOAT quarterback version. Uh, I did the GOAT for NBA player Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. And I felt like with Drew Brees retiring this week, that we start the conversation of, Who would be the greatest quarterback of all time? Statistic-wise, I think we've seen the top three quarterbacks probably play. Maybe top four with Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, and Tom Brady. If I'm going to pick just off of all-around GOAT status, It's going to be Tom Brady. And I say that because when I look back at the NFL and, you know, I play a lot of fantasy football and, you know, you start looking at teams top to bottom. uh, It's hard to just say, you know, you got the greatest quarterback because, you know, when you get a GOAT title for whatever reason, the first thing – that's expected of you is did you win and where football's different for me is you have an offense and a defense so you take Tom Brady for an example he lost two Super Bowls to the Giants and those two losses were probably when it's all said and done I mean if you look back at the two main game changing plays They were the two craziest plays. And if you think about when New England played Seattle when they should have lost, but Russell Wilson threw the ball on the one instead of giving it to Beast Mode, who had just ran four yards a play before the interception was thrown. If you go back and watch uh, the last, I want to say, two minutes of the fourth quarter, Russell Wilson threw a crazy pass to, I want to say, Golden Tate on the sideline. And, I mean, I'm not a New England fan per se, but I love when people hate on somebody who's winning. It just makes me watch and want to know why are you hating on this person to that extent. So I become a fan of that player. 
And so I became a big Tom Brady fan just from people hating on Tom Brady. And I kept going, man, he might have lost another one. Well, Malcolm Butler gets the interception on the one. Changes history. Now you're talking Brady, the greatest player of all time. Brady had nothing to do with that play. Now he did his part. But what I'm saying, in my opinion, is hard to label somebody a GOAT when you have two sides have to play on the ball. So you you can name, you know, possibly greatest GMs and all that, but for argument's sake, we're going to stick to quarterbacks. Now, the three that I want to talk about today, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. Let's not discount the talent that Peyton Manning had, the talent that Drew Brees had. If you're going to talk about who's the greatest, again, I have to go with Tom Brady. He did it with less. The only year I could honestly say Tom Brady had real weapons was the year he had. Randy Moss, Rob Gronkowski, and I think Aaron Hernandez. If Hernandez does not do what he did and go to prison, if you watch New England football, hate him, love him, dislike him, NFL fan, Aaron Hernandez was on track to be better than what Gronkowski is. Aaron Hernandez was a tight end that ran routes like a wide receiver. If you don't believe me, go back and watch that man's highlights. The man was unreal. That's the only year I would say Tom Brady had real weapons. Now, we're talking about the GOAT. Don't get me wrong. Peyton Manning is the best play, play caller at the line of scrimmage I think I've ever seen. The man gets to the line of scrimmage, he sets his players up, and he executes flawless. I'm from Knoxville. Peyton Manning went to UT. Was not a fan of Peyton Manning and UT. He gets to the NFL. I start watching a little bit more. But what really convinced me about Peyton Manning is there's an SEC network channel, Southeastern Conference. They did a documentary on the Manning family. If you love football, you need to find that documentary on the Manning family. Peyton Manning, as a young kid, would listen to Archie Manning's play calls when he played in New Orleans every night he went to sleep. They said this man could recite games and play calls to you. If you've never seen this, this is next level. The man was a studier. The man worked. He wanted to be great. 
here's where I can't put Peyton above Tom Brady. Peyton Manning had two of the top greatest receivers ever. Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison, Edgar James, Marshall Falk, and Dallas Clark. What I just named to you is possibly every last one of them going to be Hall of Famers, if they're not already in. I think Reggie Wayne is about to get in. I think Clark got in a couple years ago. That's just Indianapolis. What Peyton did with the Colts, like I said, you got two sides of the ball. As great as Peyton was, he can't do it without defense. I mean, you know, you can put up as many points as you want to and that you can, but if the other team can put up more, you lost. That's just simple bat football right there to the to the T. Most points win. And so, you know, we got to see some great games between Peyton, Brady. But the thing when you talk about Brady, you got to talk about Belichick. So it became more... Peyton versus Belichick than it was Peyton versus Brady. Now, where I give Tom Brady another notch is he mastered the Belichick system, which we'll get in a little bit more, but I'm going to stick to Peyton. So Peyton does his run with the Colts. Like I said, play Colin, what he does at the line of scrimmage, how he beats the defense, unreal. There was an Ed Reed story on Peyton doing the eye move that he studied so much. They said that he faked one direction at a safety to try to fight Peyton off, and he threw this deep bomb to Reggie Wayne that Ed Reed picked off. They said he ran, like, clear across the field. Said that's probably the only person that ever got Manning with one of those plays, and Belichick called it, like, the greatest plays ever seen. And that was on uh, the NFL 100 Greatest Players, I believe, another must-watch when they talk to the players live. And you look, you look at what Peyton did with the Colts. Marvin Harrison was basically Marcus Nash from Tennessee. Reggie Wayne, in my opinion, was the X Factor. That guy has hands, speed, runs routes. What they had there was unreal. I mean, talent-wise, on the offensive line, everything, Peyton knew how to set up his coverages. And Peyton, you know, I think he won. I could be wrong. I think he won one championship with the Colts. Um, and then he hurt his neck. And then he was supposed to go to Tennessee Titans for an office. But then he went to the Broncos, which I figured he was going because the year before he made the decision is the year Tim Tebow won a playoff game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, let's be clear. Denver had a squad. 
I know he won one with Denver, but he also was in the blowout with Seattle. But Denver had a squad. They had great, great offense, young, energetic defense. It was no surprise to me why he went to Denver. Peyton's not going to go somewhere that he doesn't feel like he can't get to the playoffs and to a Super Bowl. Bottom line, that's not how he played. He was not in the rebuilding. He was great. He knew he was great. He played to be great. And Peyton, in my opinion, is number two greatest quarterback of all time. I still have to go with Tom Brady. But a man who gave both of them a run for their money, Drew Brees, who just retired, he's in his 40s. I understand it. Uh, Brees, when he got down to Sean Payton, what they've been able to do. I mean, you know, they're always in the playoffs. Something crazy always happens. They miss uh, going to the conference finals or the playoff or the Super Bowl because of some crazy play. Again, football's about inches and mistakes. But it does not take away from the greatness of these players. Breeze, with all his accolades and yards he's put up, and to come back from a injury when he left San Diego and was supposed to go to Miami Dolphins with uh, Nick Saban. Saban was coaching the Dolphins that that year, and he wanted Drew Brees. Uh, something happened with management. Dolphins didn't sign him. Nick Saban goes to Alabama, makes history there. Drew Brees goes to New Orleans and starts down a path of greatness beyond measure. I think he's broke every record possible. So what does that tell you? One, he's got great play calling that fits his style of play. Two, he's in the best system he could be in, like Brady. Now, Peyton, I don't necessarily believe was in the best system. He just made it work, and he did it beyond measures. So to me, I think Brady, who mastered Belichick's system, winning this Super Bowl this year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you can be a Brady hater. You can say Belichick's this and that. Tom Brady took Belichick's system to Tampa Bay, went head-to-head with Drew Brees early in the season, got mopped. It beat him pretty bad. And then came back to do what he did. But he took Belichick's system because that's what he's comfortable in. That's what he mastered. When you master a system so good, you can teach the defense, the defense they need to run, and you're the offensive quarterback. That means you can teach that system with your eyes closed. So even though I have Brady as the GOAT, Belichick still needs a ring from Tampa Bay. And the coach of Tampa Bay, let's be serious. The man showed up from work. That was it. 
because Brady did everything else. Now, you guys got to, you know, have your input, talk to the media, but let's be serious. Everybody that watched them games saw nothing but New England in that orangish-red jersey. And what I hated for Drew Brees this year was the injury factor. You know, I'm glad he was able to come to a conclusion and, and, and with a family decision and decide to step away while he still had good health, while he, you know, he's had his injuries. But it doesn't look like it's the injuries that's going to cause him to, you know, uh, have pains down the road that we can tell. Now, you know, at, in private it could be different. But it looks like Breeze is, you know, relatively healthy retiring and not one of these who had to retire because he, he got hurt so bad and he, he couldn't do anything else. You know, kind of like Alex Smith, who they need to rename the Comeback Player Award after. That's greatness for me, you know. I put Alex Smith up there with the greatest comebacks, but all-time quarterback, you know, I just felt like throwing Alex Smith in there because that's a great story. He he did a great thing by trying to play. You know, he put he put his health at risk for a game he loved. And, and when you see a player really love something to the point where they, they really want to work hard and, and do the things he did to come back, you hope that they can step away with, with still some good health, some good years to go. Because you you can hear stories from older NFL players, and, and when they pass away, the pain they were in, the concussions that added up, the just everything. And I'm and I'm hoping that Peyton, you know, when he retired. He he seems to be doing well. You see him on TV. Brady, the man just, you know, greatness is what he drinks for breakfast. I mean, he just, he won't stop. Hopefully, when he retires, it's not from Andrew. It's just father time. But he's giving father time a run for his money. And like I said, you know, all three great, great quarterbacks. But for me, I have to go with Tom Brady. Winning the championship with the Bucks was the most talent he's had. And, I mean, you look at the Bucks; it had Jameis Winston, but the talent was always there. You know, he was able to get some players he wanted, Antonio Brown. Uh, Rob Gronkowski came back for him, loaded. And, and, you know, when you see somebody able to win at that level with the kind of talent that he wanted with him, you know, you have to be in awe of, like, greatness that you get to witness. And so – with these three quarterbacks, you know, Peyton's been out of the league for a while. Breeze just retired. Brady's still playing. You know, we got to witness and remember these guys. See greatness and what hard work can do for you and how they were able to 
build up players and uh, take on great teams and have a few battles themselves. And when they're when they're getting older and retiring, we can have these discussions on who was the greatest in our opinion. Uh, the next one I want to do would probably be the greatest receiver, which, you know, for me, it's a no-brainer. But I'm going to uh, talk about my top three on the next episode, uh, be Jerry Rice, uh, Randy Moss, or Terrell Owens for the greatest of all time. That'll be the next episode. So uh, keep listening and, and downloading and enjoy your day. I want to thank you for tuning in to my podcast, New Equals Reason. I'm your host, Deshaun Brown. Conversation is key to communication. So let's keep the conversation going until the next time. Thank you.